Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? Very good, thanks. Good, good. Uh, we're here today to talk about Season 10, Episode 7, Open Your Eyes. It's the penultimate episode for the mid-season of Season 10. Uh, what do you think of this episode? I thought it was great. Did not see that coming at all. <laughs> yeah, I could say that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, no, it was really good. I, I thought um, Abby Nash great throughout. It's been like really good throughout this season. But uh, yeah, I I wondered all the way through where they were going with that PTSD storyline, and now we know. <laughs> mm. So uh, yeah, I know I I really didn't see that coming. Am I right in thinking that this is quite a dramatic change? for Dante from the um, book storyline version of that character. Yeah, this is a complete like flip the script or reverse the comic book inside out, if you can do that to a book. Uh, right, yes, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, which is, is one of the more interesting changes that they've made. I mean, on specifically Dante's side, obviously, with Sadiq, I'll talk about that in mm. a minute. But uh, yeah, I, en- I enjoyed the episode a lot. And this is one of these comic book things where it's like okay you've you've decided you want to change things up and you did it in a way that i do think actually worked uh it yeah i will say that if you know if let's say angela said to me or something like okay we want to do this thing where uh sadiq is having this ptsd and dante is actually a whisperer we want to change that obviously that means no maggie relationship because you can't really see that happening now <laughs> no. um, but if she said okay we're going to do that i probably would have done things slightly different but i think the overall idea of because as i kind of said with dante and sadiq those being kind of more uh side comic book characters other than dante's relationship to maggie the two of them don't have any specific to sort of checkpoint goals or anything as characters right. they're more kind of just like your aaron's or your lydia's or those sorts of characters the ones that like sure they're fairly main characters but they're not like you know rick or daryl or carol or someone like that yeah um, so th- those are the t- uh, two kind of characters you can be open to, a bit more open to uh, changing them around. And I do think it's kind of a, a, a cool idea to have uh, Dante be a whisperer. And now that we've kind of see it fully come around, I think it fits quite well and I think it makes sense. And I do think uh, whoever the guy is who's, who's playing Dante, uh, I think he's done a very, very good job of making us suspicious of his character because he's been acting weird in the last couple of weeks and like even from the first time we ever saw him we were like hi he seems a bit off but he seems cool we'll see where he goes obviously that was not the route they decided to go down but uh i mean it is a big shame about sadiq and we'll talk more about him as we go through the podcast i'm sure at lots of different points um like with with some emails with some scenes and and things like that but uh, it's a shame to see him go and it's interesting uh, because we have an email about basically mid-season finale deaths and of course Sadiq is basically another one of them I know it's episode seven but it's in and around the same episode um but uh yeah I I just I think the the idea of Dante being a whisperer is is interesting and you had to change his character somewhat in order to make that work and they did that and I think that they did that successfully so it means that the character doesn't really have quite as much of a future as he does in the book but i think that that's also kind of fine um what, yeah, what do you think yeah. of dante's i suppose change yeah well i mean as we've established i i'm not up to date on the comic books right. but you know so i only really knew you know the the maggie relationship because we talked about it but um yeah i i think that's a really clever use of 
that character because as you said you know maggie at the moment isn't in the show we know she's coming back but mm-hmm. at the moment she isn't in the show so that was always going to slightly change that character and, and it was sort of dante kind of popped up out of nowhere they never really explained exactly where he came from yeah that's so, exactly what happened so I, I, and and we sort of just kind of accepted that you know he'd he'd maybe been a background character that had come forward and you know they they never I, that that was actually quite a gutsy move to sort of suddenly introduce this character from nowhere and the audience going okay fine you know and and the fact and i think part of that is the fact that it was a comic book character that that mm-hmm. people were going to go oh it's dante okay you know so the comic book audience were like okay fine and i think the rest of us were sort of like okay so they've you know it was a doctor that was obviously working somewhere else and he's come to join them so so it it sort of seemed to work but he has always been a little bit off and you didn't know whether that was that was just him you know in a new environment trying to fit in or whether it's something else um so to turn him into a whisperer is is really quite clever i thought that was quite a a good use of that character to take somebody who is known to the comic book audience and subvert it so dramatically Mm -hmm. um yeah i i thought that was that was nice you know it was it because they've they've done little things like that before where they've they've twisted characters in you know different directions or they've they switched deaths out from one thing to another i think you know to 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 make such a major change to a comic book character in this particular way um in, in such an obvious you know in such a sort of big storyline as well i yeah i i rather like what they did there i think that was quite clever um i I'm sorry to see Sadiq go, but as I said, the the path they put him on right at the start of this with the PTSD storyline, I I did wonder where they were going to go with that, and this is quite a satisfying conclusion to to what happened, and it, it explains so much as well. So, yeah, I I like how they played this out, and uh, once again goes to prove never be a doctor in this universe because it never ends well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and you kind of have to remember at some points, like uh, with with a Game of Thrones or with a Walking Dead, those sorts of shows where you know your, your favorite characters can die. It does, you know, bum you out when a Jesus or a Carl or a Sadiq or someone like that dies. Uh, but you have to remember that that's one of the things with with these kinds of shows. I mean, I can't think off the top of my head of other similar shows. There probably is other ones, but those are the two that come to mind. Uh, maybe like the hundred is another sort of example of where yeah, your favourites yeah. can kind of die. Um, the Sadiq, Sadiq death didn't really feel too much like just shock value uh, as much as some other deaths have kind of in the past. It feels like a sort of you know there's more story in there connecting to it. Obviously with the whole Dante twist and everything. Um, I mean, if you were maybe asking me how I would have, I guess maybe I would have done something to where the same thing happens, but maybe Sadiq kills Dante, and then um, uh, it, it kind of he tells everyone you know in the in the camp or whatever that uh, Dante was the worst for. But then I guess I mean if if they've got other things planned for Dante in the mid season, maybe teaming back up with Alpha and then doing something from there. Uh, maybe maybe there's something else they've got written. I just simply 
haven't seen yet. But uh, I mean, mm. I'm only kind of saying that because you know I wanted the character that I like to survive, and that's just the way these yeah. things go in these types of shows. So um, and understandable as well. Um, people are annoyed or, or disappointed that Sadiq's gone, which is again understandable. Um, well, but, yeah, it, but in these but... kinds of shows, your favorites do die sometimes, and that's just kind of. I mean, it, it's the reality of the world they live in as well. So um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's what also makes sense to me is the fact that Alpha essentially sent a whisperer to keep an eye on her daughter. Yeah. You know, and that that sort of makes sense as well. You know, so I I thought it it was just it was quite clever the the way they did it. And yeah, I mean, I am sorry to see Sadiq go and a lot of the cast, they on the Talking Dead afterwards, they did a sort of showreel of the cast talking about him. And it seems he was extremely, Avi Nash was extremely beloved amongst the cast. And they're all saying how wonderful and great he was. I mean, of course, they will say that. But I mean, it, it seemed very genuine um, mm-hmm. with a lot of the stuff they were talking about. So, so yeah, I think they're quite sorry to, go, to see him go. The uh, Talking Dead was interesting this week because they had Avi on and they... Uh, they had Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. yeah, they had Chandler on as well. And uh, Avi was talking about, you know, how he realized within days of joining how nobody is safe on that show because it was a couple of days after he joined that they got told that Carl was being killed off. <laughs> and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah you're going to kill off Carl. Then really nobody's yeah, safe on this show. Funny, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, a couple of other things is to like it doesn't seem like there's any particular bad blood with this death uh, in terms of like behind no. the scenes things it's, this just sort of seems like okay we wanted to do a small twist a little bit of shock value maybe but the shock value of obviously the also reveal of with uh, Dante as well so um, yeah, it, I mean, it seems like that's gone down fairly well so. yeah Sadiq's one of those characters that you know I think he was liked but he'd not been around all that long and it seems to have been planned uh i mean you know he he doesn't seem to be any uh, upset about it you know there, there's i mean obviously i'm sure he would have loved to have stayed on the show for a lot longer but mm-hmm. but you know that's the same with all the cast uh there doesn't seem to have been any like you say animosity or anything like that with this it seems to have been a perfectly genuine um story decision and you know nothing else which is great you know, and, and I think yeah, that's yeah. that's fine. That that's fine. As you said, characters get killed off all the time on this series. It's just the nature of what it is, mm, and world, unless that's sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the nature of the world, and it's one of the things that makes the show so good. Actually, is the fact that nobody is safe, no matter who yeah, you are. Not even the lead um, protagonist's son is, is yeah. safe. So. Not even the lead protagonist did, no, really. No, um, you know, no. although that was his own decision to leave. But right, yeah, right. I mean, it, it seems to have been, uh, you know, it's a major death, and it seems to have been done for a, a reason, uh, yeah, a decent reason, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one kind of thing, isn't, and this is much more personal. Um, when I talked to obviously Avi, when I was lucky enough to talk to Avi Nash at Walker Stalker in in March, I kind of, I, now that he's cause obviously I didn't know that he was obviously going to die at that point. I kind of wonder when I was having that specific conversation about w- with him, um, what he knew at that point. He didn't he didn't give me any. Now that I'm thinking back to that conversation, given the you know the character's dead, I didn't get any. I don't remember any sort of hints as to like, oh, I'm not going to kind of be here or whatever. It was more sort of like, hey, we'll see what Angela does. I'm excited to come back. And that was about all he could could kind of tell me. But you get what I mean? I'm kind of thinking of like, what, what did he know and what, what couldn't he uh, perhaps tell me? But I don't know what stage 
they're at for this season when, uh, when yeah when i mean happening, so i i think he was told right at the, from what he was saying he was told right at the beginning of the season he had a conversation with angela and she explained what was going to happen mm-hmm. so um but having said that that i i don't know whether he got the scripts at that point i don't know whether that was probably around about that time so it was probably it could have been slightly before he'd had that conversation with angela so uh yes yeah. i don't know um <laughs> Maybe he's just, uh, I mean, he is a great actor and maybe, maybe he was just putting a friend on, but we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, all right, that's what we got for the pre-talk. We'll be back in a minute with uh, the rest of the episode. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we've got a new podcast for The Flash, uh, season uh, season 6 up to episode 5 so far. We've of course covered the season premiere of that season as well, so you can check those out if you're into the Arrowverse shows. Uh, another segment from Entertainment Talk TV, episode 27, uh, which is for the uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, the Netflix adaption of the previous things that they've done with that. Uh, but the Netflix show for that, of course, uh, spoiler-free discussion for that. And of course, again, if you want to listen to all of the segments from Entertainment Talk TV, episode 27 then go and listen to that podcast uh but there's been a whole bunch of segments released so far for that so go and have a look for them as well uh atypical season three came out on netflix a a little while ago i hadn't actually planned to do a season review but sometimes you know what when a season's just that good you just have to talk about it and atypical certainly deserves to be talked about in uh the, the world of tv so um yes go and watch atypical seasons one through three if you've got netflix uh and of course in hopefully you enjoy it as much as i did and everybody else seems to be doing so uh you can go listen to that as well uh we do have a batwoman podcast for up to episode five for season one and we of course also cover the pilot as well uh let's play sundays for uh fortnite chapter two it happened a while ago but the map was kind of swallowed by a black hole and there's been some new additions to fortnite in whatever way shape or form that is uh thus i did a let's play for the new chapter or version of fortnite for that of course the game is free so you can download it on lots of different devices actually uh last christmas review this is a christmas film with amelia clark obviously from game of thrones and with uh, Michelle Yeoh, who is from um, Star Trek Discovery as well. So they make up some it's a, a good cast in there. Um, and uh, yeah, I re- went and reviewed the film. It was some fun. 
and you can check that out as well if you want to as well. Uh, good place, the good talk um, for season four, episode eight. The mid-season finale is this week with season four, episode nine. Of course, we'll cover that in two days when the episode is released. Uh, but yeah, we're heading towards the, the unfortunately the end of the good place. Uh, the f- finale episodes are in January or February, roughly, uh, and of course we'll be back to cover those when those happen. But uh, yes, mid-season finale this Friday, and we've covered uh, most of the season so far. Uh, an actual season finale uh, and a series finale for its story, American Horror Story, uh, season nine, episode nine, uh, which is for Final Girl. The season finale, of course, the series finale for that actual story because it's an anthology. I think it's already been renewed for season ten, and that will, of course, be probably next year in September. Uh, in terms of me coming back for season ten, it just depends on what the story is actually about because nobody knows at this point. Well, I assume Ryan Murphy probably knows, but nobody else does at this point. Uh, so there's that. Uh, random gaming talk uh, we talked about Sonic's redesign there's a new trailer that you can go and check out of course from Paramount uh, they took on their feedback they redesigned the character and it looks much much better uh, so we talked about that we also talked about Google Stadia which is now if you want it available so, sort of with half of its features missing uh, but we discussed <laughs> Google Stadia uh, being released with its launch lineup which is very weak and some other stuff involving that so yes we'll talk about that as well uh, and some changes at PlayStation as well which is very interesting um, what else have we got here yes that's what we've been doing of course on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms I almost forgot Watchmen we'll be doing another podcast for that today for season 1 episode 5 uh, so keep your eyes on those podcasts and on entertainmenttalk.org Org. Sadiq struggles with ongoing visions of being held captive and Alpha killing people and a voice telling him to keep his eyes open, hence the ep- name of the episode, Open Your Eyes, um, but does not know if these are d- uh, dreams or past visions due to the fatigue from dealing with infections in Alexandria. He tries uh, to keep himself uh, to avoid these. He tries to keep himself busy, basically, and uh, also has a conversation with, is it Mary, the sick woman? I think yes yeah uh so she and then she says to him you know you should, you should uh shut your eyes and he does that which is not a very good idea yeah just a torturous episode really for Sadiq obviously with him being dead by the end of the episode as well um but yeah what do you think of this initial further reveal I suppose because we get more visions don't we of Alpha cutting yeah. people's heads off so. Yeah, um, I, I mean, again, I was. It was one of those interesting things that I was watching this episode, and I, I was getting a little annoyed with the PTSD storyline because I was like, "Where are they going with this? What's, mm-hmm. what's going on with it? They, is he going to snap? You know, I mean, we had that scene where uh, was it last week where he ended up on the top of the the kind of barricade holding the mm-hmm. baby, mm-hmm. and you know, it was like, is he going to do something terrible to the child? So I, I was getting a little kind of annoyed with that storyline because I I just couldn't see where it was going. Mm. Obviously, we found out it, they turned that around by the end of the episode and was like, oh, I get it now. Um, but yeah, so at that point when I was watching, I was like, oh, God, why are we still messing around with this? I just don't see what they're, what they're doing with it. Um so, yeah, I mean, interesting and everything. And you were starting to get a few more reveals, but it's it's very confusing in the way they, they shot it, which, of course, is the entire point, because you're supposed to be kind of confused about what Sadiq is thinking. And, you you know, they, they actually portrayed that quite well, because it's it's confusing to the point of being slightly annoying because you can't see exactly what's going on. But that sort of was the point of what they were doing, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. 
I don't know if it's because I've been playing Death Stranding and I'm used to a bit of slow storytelling lately because the game is very, very long. But with, um, just in terms of storytelling, pacing and revealing things, uh, which obviously connects to what I'm talking about with Death Stranding, um, I kind of, I don't know, as, we, as we'd gone through the episodes of this season, because it's been, what, the, the seven episodes and he's had, we've almost seen him in, what, all of the episodes, I'd kind of gotten to the point where, like, I, I was sort of like, okay, they have to eventually go somewhere with this, because this isn't like one of those storylines you can kind of just drop, so I had some faith as to okay, yeah. going to go somewhere eventually with this, and of course we have mid-season coming up, and I su- kind of su- suspected that, like, okay, once we get to episode sort of five, six, seven, we might start to see a bit more, and then finally we do get the more full reveal, which is, you know, Alpha chopping people's heads off. Was she doing it, like, with one slice with a certain weapon or something? That seems to be what they were showing yes. yeah yeah which is I mean, obviously horrible yeah i and i'm not actually massively convincing i don't think you can probably do that with a sword but you know <laughs> mm. what was she holding i don't know if that was made quite clear i, but... I, I can't remember it with either a sword or an axe or, or something she was using to slice people slice people's heads off but she seemed to be doing it kind of you know crossways and mm. it, it gave the impression that she was doing it in one go and i'm pretty sure you can't take somebody's head off like in one go without an awful lot of effort and and i'm not convinced that she is strong enough to do that but you know it's it's comic book violence so right why not right <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i i i understand where you're coming from with the whole okay where are you going are you going to reveal something but I just suspected we were going to get there eventually and just had, I guess, just a, a tad more patience. So, yeah. Um, but I understand what you mean, obviously, with the, the history of this show as well. We've been slow at revealing things at certain points, hence the 32, ne- 32 episode Neganok. So, yes, um, yes. But yeah, I thought they did a good kind of early job in this episode of building up to what Sadiq was, what, seeing what, us seeing what Sadiq was kind of seeing. So. Uh, so there's that. Carol secures the whisper from last week in the prison. Uh, Gabriel uh, and Gabriel fetching, fearing that Alpha would uh, retaliate, uh, insists that the prisoner receive medical treatment. Lydia, from a distance, identifies him as one of Alpha's lieutenants, who has been trained uh, to avoid harsh interrogation. I mean, Daryl threatens to cut this guy's this guy's fingers off, and he doesn't yeah. really care. Um, just comes up with the attitude that you know i'll die for alpha if that's the case so uh and instead suggests to carol to show him the value of life within alexandria to turn to turn him uh as it would be an idea that uh would spread um to the other whispers carol offers the man sandwiches but he spits them back at her uh carol and daryl revert back to more harsh interrogation but carol pauses after hearing him praise alpha uh for sacrificing lydia which obviously confuses the both of them so, because mm. Lydia is like next door, Very, yes, uh, yeah, um, and also was just in the cell moments earlier when Daryl tells her to leave. So, they're both confused about that. Uh, Carol realizes that uh, whispers outside of Alpha do not know about Lydia's safety, uh, and considers using her as um, a, a bargaining chip, I suppose, or that sort of thing. Uh, meanwhile, Aaron, yeah, we'll get onto that in a minute. The whole Aaron Gamma thing. Yes. Lots of people online are comparing this to like, okay, Carol has turned into Jack Bauer, and has a twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, the, the interrogation thing. I can see where they're kind of coming from. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, just thought that was an interesting point to also bring to the to the podcast as well. So, uh, given how big of a twenty-four fan I'm, so yes, yeah. What yeah, do you, what no, do you I... think of comparing those two? 
I, I had not seen that comparison, <laughs> but I kind of get where they're going with it. Um, yeah, I mean, Carol, it was interesting seeing that because Carol kind of presenting herself as the sort of homemaker Carol, like making sandwiches and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you could, it was beautifully played by Melissa because you could sell, tell she was sort of holding it in, not trying to tear the guy's head off while she was kind of doing it, you know. Um, so I, I thought that was really well played by uh, by Melissa. And uh, yeah, the whole sort of turning up and making sandwiches and, and like trying to pretend to be lovely and nice and, and showing how lovely it is and mm, we've got all this food and things. And then, of course, he spits it back in her face, literally spits it back in her face. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was, that was really well done. And then that I hadn't, I, I hadn't made the connection at, at that point that, that they, they didn't realize that the rest of the whisperers didn't know that Lydia's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was quite a good reveal. And you could, and now it puts this idea ahead of like, Oh, we could, you know, if we just need to show them that Lydia's alive and that's going to make quite a big change. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was quite a good sequence that I thought, I think it worked. Yeah. With the whole, you know, Al, you're, you're praising Alpha as this leader and she's been lying to you. Lying basically. To, yeah. yeah. I thought that was good. So, um, yeah, cool to see Carol being, I, I guess the, the fake kind of, um, what do you call that? Homemaker Carol. Homemaker yes. kind of, which is what she literally what she was first doing when she, I remember when she got to Alexandria, like she was faking mm. with the whole, oh, I can't quite carry this gun sort of thing, and I'm a delicate Bake, baking of, cookies, yeah, yeah, and that sort of stuff, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, cool to see her kind of go back to that, and you can kind of see in her eyes that like, okay, I just want to beat the crap out of this guy and just interrogate him and all this sort of thing. So I thought that what she was going to do was, you know how she's said like, oh, we've got all these ingredients and what do you want and all that sort of thing. I thought she was going to keep doing that, feed him some of it. And then once he, well, she assumed that obviously he was going to actually swallow the food, not spit it back. I thought that maybe after he, after she did that, that she would use the knife that she's got in her hand literally and kind of pin him up against the wall and, and say something. But I, like any moment I just suspected that she would use that knife as more interrogation than like, uh, sandwich making yeah. obviously she uses her uh, she puts like a ring on her uh, wrist and, or, or on her finger and kind of uses that for like an extra sort of punch which I thought was cool Yeah. Um, which is that the ring that Ezekiel gave her or is that just a random ring that she's she's kind of got I'm I'm not sure okay <laughs> so um, yeah thought that was cool though and obviously with Gabriel uh, speaking of Gabriel something I forgot to mention at the top you know how in the well in the last couple of seasons ever, ever since I've watched season one of The Wire <laughs> and seen and seen uh, Seth be used better and more, obviously in his in his police role in in the Wire season one, uh, and in the other seasons as well. They've got they got to the point where like, I was going going to season thinking like okay they might do more with Father Gabriel. He's barely been on screen this season at all, and it's even more kind of disappointing. So well, um, I mean, yeah, but I I don't know. It, it is difficult. With, they've got a lot of characters on this show and you know i mean like we never went near hilltop this episode so all the characters there didn't get any screen time but mm-hmm. it, it is one of those things that i i think there's just a lot of characters and i'm sure seth is perfectly happy with being I'm on sure the show I'm, I'm and, sure happy with you know and being you know i think this is the thing it's as i say a lot of this is certain there is a certain amount of soapiness to the show at, at this point mm-hmm. and it's exactly the same things happen with your soaps you have you have certain plot lines where certain characters come to the front and then you'll have different plot lines at 
moving forward where other characters come to the front and and the people who are at the front go to the background it's just the way it's going to be i think and uh yeah it would be nice to get a bigger plot line at some point for for seth and gabriel but at the moment i, I there isn't really it, it doesn't really make sense to push him forward um yeah for any major p- plot point right now Mm-hmm. Um, we may see a bit more of him, you know, now Sadiqi's gone possibly, uh, but right because someone know, in that love square is actually yeah yeah now, so yeah because some and and um, Eugene isn't there either, so you know maybe we'll see it move forward a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. move around well, a bit. But one thing I kind of just realised now that Sadiq's dead and and Dante isn't a, a good guy or whatever. They don't have an actual. They, I mean, they technically no, they do, a, but they don't they, they have, yeah, they a doctor don't have a doctor because yeah, Dante no. isn't really one of their people. And it, although he is a doctor and he's currently at Alexandria, he's not one of their people. So they technically don't actually have a doctor. So no, no, they don't. You said, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, never never a good character. If you get you a job on The Walking Dead as a doctor, don't expect your contract to last very long. Right, right. Because <laughs> so. I mean, even with Dante, although technically, as like you say, he is a doctor. He's not one of their people, and I I can't imagine that he's going to be hanging around that much longer. Certainly not in that role, anyway. Um, mm. I mean, you know, he's going to be end up either dead by the end of the season possibly or or certainly he's not going to be with the uh, alexandria group i wouldn't have thought yeah because they're going to yeah. find it out eventually mm-hmm. um cool uh meanwhile aaron uh continues to meet with gamma at their boundary hoping to bond with her and learning that gamma is also wary of children as well um yeah i mean these little meets are kind of interesting um I, I wonder kind of where they're going with Gamma because as, as I said I think in the in the previous podcast or maybe in the first episode whenever she was introduced um, that uh, I don't specifically remember her being a comic, comic book character so therefore I don't have like a I suppose more of a guide in, in that sort of way um, but I wonder with Gamma because she seems to be trying to breach outside of the Whisperers group as to like is she going to become another Lydia that eventually joins up like it sees Alpha's kind of ways, which I think she already kind of does, and then sort of maybe join the group later on. I well, don't given know. given what happens later in the episode, mm. I, yeah, that 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 certainly her her faith in Alpha, I I think, has probably been quite severely rocked. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that's that's going to be very interesting to see where they take Gamma, whether we're going to get her switching sides or playing a double agent or something. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because you know, Alpha and Beta are obviously gonna stay in that group, but yeah, um, you know, with with Lydia kind of breaking out of the group and things, obviously we'll talk a bit more about Lydia later. But I just kind of wonder specifically with Gamma if they're gonna sort of do the same thing, because uh, I could see a, a scenario where the Whisper Wars ended, but Gamma and Lydia are still alive, still alive, and then they just join Alexandra. So but yeah, we'll see, yeah, it depends on what Gamma does in the next couple of episodes, so or the next mm-hmm. one episode. Um. Yeah, uh, Carol goes. Uh, what, what do you think of Gamma and Aaron's meetups? I suppose so far. Yeah, I mean they're they're obviously interesting, and and I think you know that little meetup was was a setup to what comes later more than anything else. So, mm-hmm. uh, Carol goes to get Lydia to see the prisoner, uh, but the man is found uh, dead. Dante discovers that the medical kit 
uh, being used to treat the prisoners' wo- wounds, was accidentally filled with hemlock, uh, which Sadiq was responsible for, or he tells Sadiq that he was responsible yes. for it. Um, Sadiq is taken aback by this, uh, knowing his fatigue caused it as well. After seeing Dante uh, burying one of the uh, older women he had gotten close to, who again, I think her name is Mary, uh, the woman who had been bedridden for two or three episodes, whatever, uh, had gotten close to Sadiq, attempts to um, commit suicide, I suppose, by going in the water and things like that. I mean, we've seen him dip his head into water before, but not quite. Obviously, this is full on, I'm going to sink myself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm referring obviously to when he dunked his head in the, the ice water, but that was to yeah try and help himself, I suppose. Um, yeah, so he, he goes to uh, jump in the water and is rescued by Rosita. There are some questions about that, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, she tells him not to be upset uh, with himself and they're all there to help. Uh, as they talk, Sadiq realizes something and rushes to test the water supply, discovering it to be contaminated and causing the infection to spread, uh, which he blames himself for not seeing, obviously, because he's in this current state. Lots of people are asking how on earth Rosita got him out of the pool, but, I mean, the water, I guess, would kind of help her, in a way, but oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people kind of saying with her being, you know, bedridden and she's sick and Sadiq's weight and that sort of thing oh well but... I mean it's it's not as if Sadiq's like <laughs> you know at beta size I mean right, he's not right. like it's not like he's a huge guy and you're gonna have yeah you have got the water to help yes yeah, she was sick well, but there that. is yeah there is you know you've got the water to help you you can you know so so there is a you know, it makes life a little bit easier. You're not trying to like drag him across the ground. You know, there's less resistance. So there's that. And you also, uh, there is a certain amount of adrenaline that will be pumping. If you realize that he's potentially drowning, that there, there is a certain amount of adrenaline that will kick in. You can mm-hmm. do can, kind of quite amazing things when you're pumped full of adrenaline. So yeah, I, I had no problem with that. I thought that mm-hmm. was perfectly viable in that particular moment you know um i thought that was fine yeah yeah no i'd agree i just brought up because uh that's what a lot of people kind of wondering about but yeah interesting thing with the specific uh rosita sadiq conversation i was reading some stuff about you know um avi nash's last day of course avi nash who plays sadiq or played sadiq rather um because he was talking to uh michael cudlitz at the time, um, and saying about because they actually filmed the conversation with Rosita last, and not his actual death scene, because sometimes that happens. They film scenes out of order, out of order, yeah. in some cases. Uh, and he he was sort of saying in this, I think it was like an interview or something. I I had read it, not like from an actual interview. Uh, I think it was like quotes from an interview or something, where he was basically saying that uh, he kept hoping the director would sort of call for another take or like something like that, just so the experience kind of wouldn't be over. Um, which goes to show like how much he was in, he was enjoying himself on the show and didn't want to leave and um, as we kind of discuss with the sort of world they live in these characters not only for us as the audience is it sort of like okay we wish we could have like one more like like when we got um, a a uh, was it a vision thing with Rick for for Shane? We got to see John Bernthal one last time. And yeah, when, yeah. When you sort of saw, you know, the 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 dinner table after Glenn and Abraham have been killed, it was another chance to see Glenn and Abraham. Um, so as fans, like, we can kind of, 
uh, appreciate that as well the fact of when we we do get flashbacks or we get visions of other characters and things like that and then we get to see them at another time sort of thing um so as an actor i suppose that's kind of the same as well if you if you get told obviously you I, I suppose when you sign up to a show like this and you think okay i probably could die at some point this isn't your normal kind of just drama show this is where lots of different characters can kind of die um i would imagine as as him being the actor himself he kind of thought like okay i'm enjoying the experience i just want like one last thing to kind of do so him hoping for sort of another take or whatever is is quite understandable so yeah yeah i mean it's great that he enjoyed his, his time on the show and everything so uh he's just unfortunately not gonna do that anymore so yeah yeah i mean as i said it was really interesting seeing him on uh talking deads afterwards and you know the, again the, the one thing that always comes across about this show is the love that the cast seem to have for each other and it yeah. does seem yeah. very much to be like a family that set and you know they you know people come and people go but they it is a walking dead family very much so um and i i think that's quite lovely and and you've got people you know this is great particularly this episode because you've got cutlers coming back and being the director and obviously has the connection with the show through playing abraham Mm -hmm. so i yeah i thought that was really nice they they talked about the walking scene on uh talking dead as well and he was saying that he was he was perfectly prepared to go and jump in the water himself but obviously that's not particularly safe because there are snakes around and there could be things in that pool so they had to shoot that um you know separately in a safe pool environment and you know he was kind of going no no i'll jump in and like cutlass is going dude if you jump in i'm fired so don't do that <laughs> so uh, yeah um yes that was that was really cool but yeah he's um it was it was a really interesting scene that and uh the you know it leads him to that sort of thing with that water supply and we've said for a while that we thought it was something to do with the water because mm-hmm. of the fact that we saw the whisperers poisoning the water and it turns out it wasn't necessarily that it was just the fact that somebody probably dante had flipped the switch the wrong way and made it look like it was safe water and not so uh yeah i and and again the the thing with the medical kit as well earlier on um that was very clever because it's entirely believable that it was Sadiq that had messed up and had put Hemlock in there, but it gives Dante the perfect cover to be oh, able yeah. to say, "Dude, yeah. you packed this." Uh, so it, even at that point, that, so. yeah, even yeah. at that point, you don't. Ne- I, I didn't think of Dante being a whisperer. So yeah, I I thought that was just really cleverly put together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is great kind of final conversation with. Uh, with Rosita and Sadiq, uh, I thought they played that very well. And isn't it interesting? With I think it was last week's podcast when we we knew we learned about obviously this this Netflix thing that uh, Christian Soros is doing, and we said, "Oh, is she going to maybe die?" And it turns out it was it was Sadiq instead. So yes, uh, I I kind of think Rosita will be fine, but you never know. So yeah, you yeah. can't predict that on this show. Right. So um, yeah, we'll see how things go with the love triangle i guess that's that's left now so yeah uh and with obviously eugene and the, the radio stuff which i gave uh maybe a surprising amount of praise to last week so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i think they both did a good job in the scene and uh kind of reminds me of um wasn't there a scene where like abraham had a last conversation with like sasha and that sort of thing and then they, they were doing that like peace sign sort of thing mm. towards each other kind of just reminds me a bit of that so um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, despite Daryl's strong opposition, Carol takes Lydia to see 
uh, Alpha uh, and comes across one of Alpha, sorry, Aaron and Gamma's uh, meetings where Gamma has taken Aaron at knife point and demands uh, more intel. Carrier, Carrier, Carol and Lydia uh, rush forward and on seeing. Um, Lydia, Gamma panics and runs away, as well as Lydia, uh, Carol and Aaron are forced to uh, back off as Walker uh, approach, and she kind of, Lydia kind of tells her to go away, somehow kind of gets the drop on Carol, but I guess Carol just wasn't really expecting the sort of, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, Gamma returns to Alpha telling her that she failed uh, to get Aaron to talk, and leading Alpha to uh, hit her with whatever the th- this thing is called, this sort of whip. Uh, we- we've seen Beta use it yeah, on uh, Switch, Alpha in the, in yeah. the past. So, um, Yeah, I-, I don't know how to feel about the Lydia Carroll stuff. Um, I think they need, obviously, the next episode to see where that goes. But, um, I mean, Carol's right about one, one thing, like going out in the middle, God knows what time it is in this, in this kind of scene, but going out like that and, um, yeah, in the middle of the night, not very safe, obviously, from people and from walkers themselves so uh yeah do, do you think do you think Lydia's actually gonna go back to the whispers i mean what would no, her, what would I, her mum say to her see, at that point i i don't see <clears throat> i i don't think lydia is actually planning on going back to the whispers i think she's just planning on going into the woods and at that point she i mean she makes the comment that you're no better than alpha to to carol mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think she's actually planning necessarily on going back to the Whisperers. I think that she's just wants to get away from Carol and knows that that Carol and Daryl can't really cross that border because there was a border like right there, and she knows that that's a problem if they cross the border. So, yeah, obviously upset at the fact that she seems to have been used as a pawn by Carol. To, uh, to to sort of show her off and say, look, she's alive. So, um, and and that, I mean, the the switch thing actually, I think, happens in the earlier scene, and then and this is you know Gamma when she actually sees because that's the thing that forces forces Gamma to go back and sort of take Aaron hostage to sort of, after she gets hit with that that switch thing, and you know Alpha basically says you need to do better, and uh, she goes back, she goes back takes uh, Aaron hostage essentially and demanding intel and then they spring Lydia on her and this completely turns her world upside down because she realizes that Alpha's been lying to her. So um yeah, that is that's gonna be very interesting to see where they go with Gamma from this point. I mean mm-hmm. it's possible that I, I think Lydia, I don't think Lydia will go directly back to the Whisperers. I think she'll try and hang out in the woods and keep away from the Whisperers. I rather suspect you may see Negan team up with Lydia. I, you know, because she yeah. trusts yeah. Negan. So I, I think that is quite likely that Negan maybe stumbles across her and Negan's not going to give her away, I don't think. No, I don't so, think he's going to do that. So, um, so I, I think you might see that happen. That'd be um, cool. Yeah, you may even see Gamma go to Lydia and sort of do a "How are you still alive?" What happens? You know, maybe there is something there, um, and maybe you're seeing a sort of opposing group form out of Lydia, Negan, Gamma, and maybe some of the others when it gets out that that Lydia's al- alive. So I, it's interesting. 
that I don't know how they're going to play that out exactly, but I'm not convinced that Lydia is just going to run straight back to Alpha because I no that no. seemed a bit weird. I, I think she at that point she was just trying to get away from Carol and ran across the border because she knew that well she's probably safe from being attacked by the Whisperers um, and she knows the woods she can keep herself out of the way. She knows potentially where they all are and it, it's somewhere that Carol and Daryl can't follow us. So yeah, I. <laughs> I, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see where that all plays out. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about the whole Negan connection for some reason. Um, but yeah, you're right. If if Negan kind of sees uh, Lydia and or Gamma, uh, there might be some conversation there to be had. And then you could have like a three kind of team up thing against... Um, I mean, I don't know if the, if you're going to get a scene where the three of them directly fight Alpha and Beta or something. I no, mean, you... no. But I think you could you could have the beginnings of a sort of internal mm-hmm. civil war rebellion going on there. Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, in terms of these... Actually, I'll talk about it after we finish the, uh, the recap. So, um, yeah. So that's what happens with Gamma and uh, Lydia, of course, at Alexandra after uh, decontaminating the water supply. Uh, Dante tries to cheer up uh, depressed Sadiq that what happened wasn't his fault. Uh, Dante then makes a strange verbal sort of uh, tick, yeah. which uh, causes Sadiq to have another uh, vision or dream, uh, one he experiences more fully, showing Dante as a whisperer agent responsible for helping uh, Alpha and Wisp- uh, and the Whisperers sneak into the kingdom and capture their victims to decapitate, which of course we saw at the end of last season. Uh, well, so, saw some of it, I, I suppose. Uh, Dante sees Sadiq, uh, becomes aware of this, and immediately, uh, well, after a bit of a fight and a struggle, yeah. shoots him to death and says it didn't have to be this way, which is such a typical, I'm not complaining, but it's a very typical thing of when, you know, I've betrayed you, I'm sorry, I do have to kill you, but I'm sorry it's this way. So... Uh, which is a bit, dis- which is a bit, uh, d- just an- annoying on the part of where, y- you know, Dante is supposed to be now annoying to you. So I'm supposed to be annoyed by the character, but I yeah. still am. So uh, because <laughs> of the betrayal and the whole, it doesn't have to be this way, but I still have to kill you because I'm not really your friend. Yeah, but I'm sort of trying to be as I'm strangling you, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it- it- it's a bit of a, in a way, a complicated thing because it doesn't quite seem like. He wanted to kill Sadiq in a certain way, but then also to cover his back with him saying the whole I'm sorry I had to end this way while he's actually killing him is interesting. So, yeah, um, it's I, I mean, I've seen a bunch of discussions surprisingly about, OK, if, if you were being strangled, what would you try and do about it? First of all, it depends where you are and kind of what's around you. Obviously, Sadiq sees the kind of like hatchet thing or whatever on, on yeah. someone's belt or something like that and he tries to go for that of course um a lot of people said that he should have maybe like played it cool and like smiled at dante or something but i kind of think in that moment both of them knew yeah up and it would he could have i guess tried to um play it fake as to like oh okay cool sort of thing but i think in that moment they both knew what was up and that was that was pretty much it so yeah it's a shame it's a bad way for him to kind of go but again that's the world that these characters live in so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the, the whole thing, that whole reveal was kind of interesting. And, and I think you're, you're, the people that are sort of saying, oh, well, he should have done this or he should have done that. You've got to bear in mind that, he, you know, this is somebody who he thought was his friend. And right. he's he's not in a great state of mind as it is. And 
suddenly discovers that not only is Dante a whisperer, he's the whisperer that held his eyes open mm. and watched the other people slice, you know, their heads off his friends. So, yeah, I mean, that that's like going to have smacked him around quite a lot in just mentally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. trying to, and he's, you know, he's not in a good state anyway. So trying to sort of keep himself together and, did then suddenly realize that i i think trying to trying to keep that and, and sort of smile his way through it i don't think would have been possible no, at that point quite i mean you know it, it it's it was a really interesting clever reveal because we don't know how much dante's been doing that throughout Sadiq's like you know since Sadiq has come past we don't you know has it always been Dante that's been triggering him when he's had these these visions we noticed there was there was the case where he was trying to do a surgery a few episodes back and I think Dante made a noise and set him off and it kind of brushed past it but um that, yeah it's it's because we didn't know you know it was just you just thought oh well the, the it was the experience of you know trying to do the surgery that and seeing the sort of guts and stuff that that set him off but if you actually go back and watch it i think dante actually was the one that set him off there um so yeah it it was very cleverly hidden and well done i thought um there is a slight issue that dante has now in the He's got a dead body he, on his hands. He's got a dead body and a dead body which he choked out, which is not a good thing to do in this world. Um, no, so he's got uh, to stab him in the head at some point. Yes, uh, you know if you're if you're going to stop that that guy from waking waking up, um, you you're going to have to stab him in the head, and then you've got a very obviously dead body. How do you get that out? I wonder. Um, I wonder if he makes some excuses to like he tries to connect the suicide angle to it and maybe says uh, maybe maybe rosita says something to him about like okay he tried to jump in the pool and then Dante says yeah later i saw him trying to do something to himself and then says like i had to had to put him down i suppose i i guess he could because uh, again yeah, but... even even after death he could maybe use his uh state sadiq's state of mind as kind of an excuse in that sort of yeah way, yeah you, you can um yeah i mean it's just it puts Dante in a very precarious situation because mm-hmm. you know I mean he could the Sadiq turns at any moment so there is there is that possibility I mean you could arguably string the body up um, you know hang it from somewhere and oh you know yeah like you say he was you suicidally tried like that yeah he, you found him like that he tried to kill himself you could do that mm-hmm. but I'm guessing Dante's got that side of things planned already so uh, yeah you it's, to... it's just you've got to be quick with that because mm-hmm. and, and again do you think that do they would would they buy the fact that Sadiq tried to hang himself knowing that he would then turn so yeah it's yeah. you know i mean in it's uh, suicide's one of those things that's quite difficult to do in because you unless you like you can't really stab yourself in the head so unless you shoot yourself in the head um because you obviously don't you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be in you know somewhere like alexandria and turn and then go on a zombie rampage because you might potentially kill other people and you know if even though you're suicidal i don't think that's what you're going to want to do so no there's an added kind of danger yeah there is an added danger to it yeah because although that person might be suicidal they're not necessarily going to want to put other people in danger so yeah 
you know, hanging yourself is not really a very good option in the in the uh, apocalypse. You know, zombie apocalypse. You you kind of you know, you need to. And, and I, it, although Sadiq isn't in a great state of mind, there is still the sort of do no harm thing. And do you do you want to? Do you, do you honestly think that he would put himself into the situation where he'd hang himself and turn? So, mm. uh, yeah, whether that even would be believable that he'd actually done that. Um. So yeah, I, I, I. It's interesting. It's interesting to see how Dante manages to get around this, and can he get a body out of Alexandria without getting caught? Because so it, it may be that this is the catalyst that sends them on the attack to uh, start the Whisperer War. It may be that this is the thing that turns it when it becomes apparent that Dante is actually a agent for the whisperers and Sadiq has been killed by him is that going to be the catalyst that starts the war maybe hmm. yeah we'll see what they uh, got, for us, got for us next week I suppose but yeah shame to see Sadiq go and shame to see obviously Avi Nash no longer on the show but um, yeah. yeah again just an interesting an actual interesting way to for them to change up comic book stuff because of course they've tried to do that and failed badly in the past so at yeah. certain points so um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. We do have some feedback, uh, somewhat to do with obviously this particular death, which is obviously the main talking point. Uh, Peter says, "So I'm so I'm guessing this means that Dante can uh, now cannot have his love story interest with Maggie, as surely Alpha, Beta, Gamma, and Dante will all be killed off at some point." Uh, I mean, you're right about the Maggie thing. I don't possibly see. I can't possibly see no. how that happens now. So. Um, yeah, you've got that. Uh, I mean, it's not like with because um, if you remember, Terra uh, from was originally from the governor's group, but she saw what the governor was doing and turned against him, and then obviously joined Alexandra and lived for several seasons after that. I don't think this is, you can't really play this as the same situation as that. I'm just trying to think of characters in the past who have been a bit more villainous and have kind of managed to turn around the other way you had um what was his name axel from the prison he was kind of they, they were unsure what to do about the prisoners at uh at, at, at yeah. the prison and he yeah. ended up being one of the nicer guys of course he got killed off but um other than that i can't think of any other i mean negan kind of but well, not everybody is really accepting him at the moment obviously daryl so he's not accepting him yeah and i i think with with dante um I mean, it's very, it's very different with Dante because, you know, they've obviously the the thing that uh, the rest of the whispers follow Alpha, Alpha kind of blindly, and you know, the the thing that they're banking on is the fact that Lydia is still being alive when Alpha is supposed to have killed her own daughter. That they're, they're sort of banking on that being being the catalyst to kind of turn the whisperers. Um, Dante knew. I mean, Dante clearly knew that Lydia was alive because he'd been with her. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think you know, you, it's you can't. It's not like he can come back and say, "Oh well, you know, I was following her because I thought it was that you know she was great and it was the right thing to do." Which is a strong, yeah, you know, because she he knows that she's been lying to the rest of the group. So I. I, I think there's there's very little redemption that you can have for Dante. You know, he clearly yeah. was was doing this and you know had all the facts about what sort of person Alpha was, and was still doing it anyway. So, 
I, I, I don't see how you come back from that. You mm. know, um, I mean, you know, as we said, Negan's in a different case because the the situation with Negan, uh, as we've said many times before, if you were following the story from Negan's direction right from the very beginning, you would probably you'd be rooting for Negan when they meet the other group. If you'd followed Negan's group from the start rather than Rick's group from the start. So d- there is a certain amount of of. um Negan doing you know yes he was kind of brutal but he was he was doing it to protect his group whereas this thing with Dante I don't know just seems very subversive and I I don't see where you come back from that Mm -hmm. so yeah I don't see this mega relationship being at all possible no no uh which is fine again I know that's a comic book thing but not all comic book things have to happen like it's not vital that uh him and uh that the, the, the two of them have a relationship so uh, i mean they killed off henry and carl so there's no relationship for lydia so i th- those are just more kind of interesting little things for characters not necessarily vital things that have to happen to certain characters so um mary says uh a big shame to see sadiq gone do you think they served uh abby well enough for the story character arcs etc uh so do we think that they gave him enough to do that sort of thing i think they they did uh they introduced him what in just before mid-season in season eight roughly because it was it was just before carl got bitten wasn't it yes because it because uh, right, carl, yeah, carl rescuing... basically saved Yes, uh, Sadiq. Sadiq and got bitten at the same time, yes. Yeah, um, I think they've served him reasonably well. I think they've done a lot with him. Um, certainly a lot. Uh, it's interesting because Gabriel's been in this show since, what, season five? And I don't ever feel like they've really done a whole lot with him, apart from the initial kind of, you know, church thing that was going on and him kind of locking yeah. his people out and that sort of thing. And they've done quite a lot with um, with Sadiq. Uh, I mean, even in terms of characters like Jesus, they didn't really do much with uh, jesus in the show um and he was yeah. uh in the show for about the same amount of time that uh sadiq was just like episodes wise roughly i think um because he was he was introduced in what season yeah. six seven uh uh jesus i think roughly um and so yeah basically in terms of like gabriel and, and jesus and other comic book characters and things like that uh i think they've done a fairly good job with sadiq sure i'd have liked to have seen him stick around a lot a lot longer but um, I think they did a pretty good job with him. So, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I can't compare him to B's comic book counterpart because I don't mm-hmm. know the comic books. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I thought he was he had a reasonable amount of plot. As we said, it's very difficult. There are so many characters in the show that it is quite difficult to give everybody the fair amount of screen time. But I thought, yeah, out of out of the sort of second tier characters, he was certainly um, give, give, gave given a reasonable amount of space uh and and reasonable amount of plot to it so yeah i think they served him okay as as i say i don't know compared to his what his role was in the comic book but yes yeah, so certainly i didn't feel that he was underserved particularly on on screen so mm-hmm. you know uh last email lawrence says uh every mid-season we seem to get a death that fans are not happy with well welcome to the show uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Beth, Jesus, Carl, and now Sadiq. What are the most disappointing character deaths you can think of? I mean, Carl's at the very top of the list for me for very obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, I mean, I yes, Carl, Carl, I think is is the one that really stands out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, uh, that, that, just because of how much yeah didn't, didn't serve his character and didn't really. I mean, the the one of the big traits or character things from Jesus was his fighting stuff, and he had maybe and two we didn't scenes. See any of it, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it, like his the fight scene just before his death scene was kind of cool, and then he punched a couple of zombies at Hilltop, and that was about it. Uh, so they never really did that properly. Plus, just his overall lack of screen time, I think, was very, very disappointing. Um, yeah, Beth, I'm kind of still disappointed with in a way, just because I would like to see where they could have gone with her. Um, she was one of those characters that like actually had a fairly decent amount of screen time, but never really got much actual story. She was just kind of involved in other people's storylines in a way. I mean, they, they had that one Daryl Beth episode, which I actually thought was was fairly good at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like, she was just sort of Maggie's sister uh, for, for, yeah. for, for a bit. And then, of course, they had the whole, you know, she's been kidnapped and Maggie is sort of, uh, she, she was sort of trying to, to block that out or whatever. Um, so, see, so yeah, I, I, it, with Beth, it's more in terms of, okay, you gave her a fairly good amount of screen time, but you never really did anything with her. So, um, and then Carl, I don't think I really need to re-explain. No. Um, and with Sadiq, it's more of a case of, okay, you did actually do a fair amount with him. It's just an, just an overall kind of bummer to see him go, but you did actually do something with him. So, yeah, they did yeah, really no, fail on that part. I, so. I don't, I don't feel that, that it was... I, I think they've done a reasonable amount with him and I, I think, you know, given where they'd picked to go with the story with the PTSD stuff, it it was clear that it was never really going to end particularly well, I think, mm-hmm. that storyline for him. Um, I just couldn't quite see where they were going with it, whether it was going to be him killing somebody else by accident, whether that was where they were going with it or whether it was, you know, for, uh, what we actually got, which, you know, I didn't see coming. Um so I, I think they gave him a reasonable story to go out on. And I think that that's good and fine. Um, yeah. I, I, apart from, as I say, I'm very much with you on Carl. I think that was a huge mistake, but um, Jesus is the other one that really stands out because just because of, I, you didn't feel like you ever saw quite enough of that character. And, you know, like you were saying they they didn't show him off as much as they should have done. And, that that was just quite disappointing i think that they i i think had they given him more to do and then killed him off that would have been fine but yeah you that that's that's been quite disappointing i think those i'm sort of with you on that i think those are the two that stand out for me more than anybody else um in terms of character deaths Mm -hmm. plus with beth she was in the show for quite a long time so it was what season two to season when did she die again? Was it season uh, six, season five? It was season five, wasn't it? That was the the hospital plotline. Because I remember uh, Rick, had, Rick, yes. Rick, Rick had his his beard personality at right, the time, yes. if you want to kind of call it that. But yeah, yeah, she was it. she was in from season two to season five. Yeah, so. yeah. I think she was a mid season death as well. So yeah, um, yeah. I think we covered that. So uh, if you have any thoughts, feelings, I'm sure you do on the Walking Dead or any of our other shows. Of course, we don't just do Walking Dead, obviously, as we've already. Uh, told you uh, or if you just want to get in contact with Entertainment Talk Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalk UK there's a contact page and information in your show notes and in terms of feedback uh, just bear in mind we do only have one more Walking Dead episode and then we'll be back of course for uh, 10B in probably February which is usually when it comes back uh, so yeah, if you've got any thoughts and you want to get them in before the mid-season finishes you've got well a week to do so because we'll be doing the mid-season podcast in a week so uh, get them in now before it's too late so uh <laughs> all right so you can yeah that's the episode we'll see what happens in the mid-season finale uh any quick little predictions seeing as mid-season is usually fairly big uh 
I don't know. I mean, given that they've they've put quite a big death in the this this preseason one, I I do wonder whether Dante's going to make it out of this, or or whether it's going to end up with them killing Dante and you know discovering what he did, killing Dante, and that's the thing that starts. I I suspect this is going to be the real start of the Whisperer War. Um, I I. I think that's where they're probably heading for the season finale and you know which is what they've they've did previously with the the previous wars and stuff um so i think that's probably where we're heading i'm very interested to see what actually happens with dante because you know we're off the comic book at this point so whether it's whether it's going to be him escaping and getting back to alpha um whether it's it's them killing him and maybe you know, sending his head on a pike to offer. Maybe they do that route. Um, mm. You know, because if Carol finds out what's happened, Dante's not getting out there alive. I don't think. So, I uh, yeah, well, I, I I don't exactly know. I I don't necessarily see any more big main like hero character deaths. Dante, I like I say, might not make it out, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I and and the other prediction I have is I suspect Lydia will meet up with Negan, whether that be next episode or, cool. or next season. But that would be the other thing I I expect to see. Cool. Uh, I expect there to be the particular event in the book that kicks off the war. If it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen, I don't know well how I'll feel because I haven't seen the actual episode yet. So it depends what else happens in the episode. But I kind of expect that particular thing to happen next week. And no, I can't talk about it because it will be a, a big kind of spoiler uh obviously it's a big sort of checkpoint thing and given the fact that we have a mid-season episode next week it's obviously a checkpoint episode itself uh i'm with you with the whole uh lydia negan thing i kind of expect them to at least meet in some way shape or form uh now that i kind of think about it in terms of dante's character he's sort of an original character now in a way because right he, he has betrayed his own alternate self i suppose right. uh, with, with being a whisper instead so in terms of what they could do with him i mean the, all the doors are open because they kind of are now um but uh be very interesting to see where they go with him but yeah i'm expecting the one particular thing to happen next week and uh i mean if it doesn't i don't know if i'll be disappointed it depends what else happens in the episode um but uh yeah we'll see if that happens next week or not uh but in the meantime you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org uh, if you want to know when, where, or if uh, your favourite shows are coming back, or any film-related uh, news, of course, there's a bunch of Batman casting recently, so you can check all that out. Uh, you can find that information, of course, on geektown.co.uk, which is, of course, run by David. Uh, if you want to listen to all that in podcast form, Geektown Radio is your go-to for that on iTunes and on podcast services, so listen to those episodes on Tuesdays. Uh, of course, please keep listening to Walking Dead UK podcast. We'll be back next week for the, of course, mid-season finale uh, review episode. Um, so keep up to date with everything that we do. So, yes, you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. They might be of interest to you, so go and have a look at those. Uh, Amazon affiliate link if you started your Christmas shopping or if you just want to buy something for yourself of course uh, you can use our Amazon affiliate link we'll get a small cut of what you spend but, but it won't cost you extra uh, or both if you want to buy Christmas presents and treat yourself it's up to you so you can do that as well uh, iTunes feeds uh, by the way with the iTunes feeds it seems like they're actually completely fine um, because I was checking a bunch of feeds on my phone and it wasn't just my feeds that were updating on my phone so um, I mean it seemed like the episodes weren't updating so I started investigating it uh, David you checked a bunch of public 
yeah they all look fine and you said that yeah. they're up to date so um yeah so of course if you are having problems with getting our episodes on itunes please do let me know and then i'll continue to investigate it if not then i'll just gonna leave it so um yeah let us know about all those sorts of things um i just need to sort my app out but anyway you can subscribe rate review and subscribe to us on itunes uh, as well and of course word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and your itunes feeds if they uh, are watching or playing something that we've covered um then uh, please tell them about the podcast as well uh itunes uh, not itunes feeds uh, man united do come back this sunday to play against it's either sheffield wednesday or sheffield united i've forgotten again but uh, it's one of those two teams uh, the one that's in the premier league at the moment uh, so i'll be covering that game on sunday we had a nice little international break so uh, and england also qualified so congratulations to those guys for doing that but I'll be back on Sunday, of course, to talk about more football stuff, and it depends on what happens with that. But, uh, of course, yes, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds, and they can discover the content for themselves as well. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, of course, you can share them and, and retweet them on, on those platforms as well. And if you're allowed to, you can put them in different Facebook groups. And the last thing, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and, of course, look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Some different episodes coming out for that. Thanks for listening. We'll see you a bit later for Watchmen and Gaming Talk. Um, But until then, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.